This is Greeny with Mike Greenberg on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on ESPN Plus. Back, back, and better than ever. Greeny here on ESPN Radio. Bubba, Nuno, Devin, hashtag crew. Crew, crew, a nice bowl of soup. Is it a one-soup day or two-soup day? Oh, it's a little chilly out there. There's a little nip in the air. It's a three-soup day. A what? I just feel bad for him, dude. The coughing, come on. As a broadcaster, like, don't you just feel bad? Nope. Well, today today was planned, though. Yeah, today's planned. Black and Abdallah in for Greeny. This was a planned day. Tomorrow, yeah. too. Cap, tomorrow, tomorrow crosstalk. Crosstalk tomorrow? We'll crosstalk yes. tomorrow. So what about Friday? Uh, no. We, we will be on at night. Because I'm solo Friday. All right. uh, Yes, I will be here tomorrow. If you want to come join me at night, you're more than welcome. I won't be here. Yeah, I'll pass. Thank you, though. What's up, fellas? How we doing? A good show this morning, guys. I I enjoyed Chauncey coming on. How about that, Chauncey? Thank you, Thank you. We're due for a good show, guys. Chauncey. Oh, okay. Thank you, Chauncey. Cap. There, there have been years of uh, of discourse between us and you. Telling us that we program your show. You wow. can no longer go to that well anymore. Wow. You can't do it. That well is empty. It's empty. It's an empty well. Empty well. There's nothing. A there's no, no water. I know. There's, no, there's just a We're lost just little saying. girl at the bottom of that well. <laughs> Help. That's it. Help me. Help. Put Chauncey Hello. on. Hello. Hello. Animal stories. Here's Chauncey. Yeah, because we've been getting, an- we've been getting animal stories. We've been getting animal matchups for Chauncey going on two years now. You, you want to know how good Chauncey's been this Winners. year? 29 and 20 on the season. Woof. Nothing but winners. 29 and 20. In fact, he called me yesterday to confirm the record because that's how dedicated Chauncey is to the bit. You know, Carmen has actually reached out to see if he could facilitate a trade and see if he could put him on the odds couple. (laughs) And I was like, well, we have to figure out a producer to be named later. We'd have to, you know, that kind of thing. But Chauncey's hot, man. Chauncey's hot. Chauncey called us. On the hotline, yeah. Just so he does that, that. Just, so no, we're clear. No, I just wanted to, for the for the social media. Okay, so, so, so <laughs> for, for, for the, the for, army for the hive, the hive, the army. Just yeah. so the hive knows, yeah. he called us on the hotline and wanted to contribute. So that's fine. No, but I know that's how good. that gets that's misconstrued. Good. That's, that's good. how. See, that's how. Like you guys want to say, we will go back. TCU doesn't belong. TCU. This TCU's mascot isn't even a, a, a frog. That's how I found that out. It's a lizard. It's a lizard. Yes. And did it's you guys not, know? We found that out. That not only is it a lizard, it's a lizard that shoots blood out of its eyes at enemies. Yeah. Except the, in the national championship game, no blood. Well, no right, blood. Right. Yeah. No um, blood. But, but if, that's my point. If you come after, they were cuddly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. If, uh, if you go after a horned frog, it will shoot blood out of its eyes. Chauncey told us that. Yeah. Hmm. I believe that. Is the yeah. blood poisonous at all? I don't know. Yeah, but you don't want I don't blood. Know if, like, I don't if know I shot blood, you don't want blood on you. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's more of like a distraction, right? Yeah. Ah! It's also gross. Yeah, well. You got to sanitize. You right, gotta I get just, that, we, we the, just wanted to get that guy to start the NBA game. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, I, Adam, I do know. You know, we just wanted to start crosstalk awkwardly and, and bring up that we, that we put on Chauncey uh, each and every week, and he yeah, was he, just on your program, so we just wanted to create some tension here to get crosstalk started. Except he called us. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, that's right. It happens. It's, just, it's, it's good. Sometimes, well, sometimes Chauncey calls in. Sometimes Chauncey just shows up places. Yeah, of We've course. We've been on remotes before. We appreciate it. And he'll come. He'll just show up and He's get the a, best. A, a larger ovation than we than any of, of us ever do. He's a good man. I'll, I'll say this though, Joey G. Yeah, yeah. Joey G called last night. Yeah. And I told Joey G, don't get me in trouble here. You are property of the Cap and J Hood morning show. You know. So so when I introduced Joey G, I said, Here's Joey G 
from Cap and Jay Hood. I got a read. Yeah. For you guys. He's a great caller. The upstairs is set. You know what's interesting, Cap, is that so, even though the checks say good karmas, there's still Disney in the building. No, 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 it's, no, it's, no, it's, no, It's really amazing, isn't it? Right. What are you Disney. talking about? Isn't it you amazing? Wow. Synergy. It's amazing. I'll tell you wow. <laughs> I, you got, I do know this. Declare. You, guys, declare. you got to declare. declare. Uh, a couple what, seconds you two, ago. You're, you're living together? You got to declare. Declare. You declare guys, that. <laughs> what are, what's going on there? Dude, that was wild. Shane, that was a real conversation that we had. Go live with your parents. Uh, <laughs> that a, a happened too. A couple, the previous regime could you raise go live with your parents? Yeah, the, heavy, the head of the previous regime said, "Oh, you guys are living together. You should declare." Yeah, we had you to should, declare that we were declare, in a relationship. Oh wait, you guys want to make more money? Go live with your go live parents. With your parents you have that to was said rent. to us. That's that a true was one hundred percent was said. Yep, to yeah. both of us. It's a true story. It's been a could long, you imagine been a long if, uh, Listen, we're celebrating uh, twenty five years this year. It's going to be great. Look at Cap's uh, mouth. We've, we've been Cap's here for what, what like fifteen, sixteen years now. <laughs> yeah, for like the first seven, I was told to go go <laughs> live with my parents instead of working more. Yeah. <laughs> now we don't have shifts or opportunities for you. Just go no, live no. at home. Just go live. We'll call you. Live at home. Boy, uh, go boy, back oh, home. Boy. So a couple what seconds ago, show, boy, yeah, it's going to be great. Should be good, right? Yeah. You guys were talking about Al Michaels, right? Mm-hmm. Sleepy, right? Did you see Sleep what was? Cast. Yeah, did you see what was going around uh, <laughs> the the aggregated uh, clip from Kirk Herb Street that was going around from Big Cat? That you know he eats like a yes. full, full meal. Meal with then a no wonder he's sleepy. Cloth napkin, you eat, the you whole deal. You eat a deal. full steak. You eat a full meal at with half-time. dessert at halftime. You're gonna need a nap. He also does not eat vegetables. Ever. No, I know, but like That's if weird you too. if you sat down for a meal, Chicago cut, wherever, like a full meal, you need a nap after that. I would agree. You get the itis. You need the sleep. <laughs> like I'm going there for dinner tonight and I know on the way home. Oh, you're gonna be dozing off. Yeah. I, we didn't drive. Yeah. I will be out. Yeah. Sleepcast. Yeah, you'll and be you there. No, and listen, 100%. he's he's an older gentleman, early riser. <laughs> yes. So he's probably up at five thirty, six five five o'clock, five thirty in the morning, getting that first tea time. Yeah. Yep. So he can play before the game wherever yep. he's pl- wherever he is, unless he's in a colder area. But then he's probably a simulator guy. Sure. He probably a golf simulator. Try to get some swings. Are you kidding in. me? No, he's not. There's no chance in hell. I was, is- I was saying yesterday. I bet you he doesn't even know what Amazon Prime is. No. Mm-mm. Like the question we, that we had on Carmen and Yurko is, say he gets logged out. Because I'm sure a young person in his life has set it up for him. Yes. If he gets logged out, does he know how to get back into Amazon Prime? Okay, I got a question. What, what age do you think, Pete, like he's 78, yeah. 77? Mm-hmm. What age do you think the person knows how to use Amazon Prime and log themselves in and out of things? It's not an well, age. It's set a, it up. It's not an age, really, to me. It's a vibe, right? It's, it's how they are yeah. at that age. Like, my yeah. grandfather's almost 90 years old. My grandfather... Whenever he gets something or purchases something, he reads the manual all the way through. Mm-hmm. He knows how to use all of his technical stuff. He, but he's almost 90, and he knows how to do everything. Educated he knows, man. He knows how to use his smart TV. He knows how to – because he makes sure he gets full value from whatever he's buying. Yeah. Because he's old school like that where he's like, if I'm paying this money, I'm getting everything out of it. So he knows how to log into his YouTube TV. He knows how to log in and get his Amazon Prime. And he's almost 90 years. He's turning 90 this year. So I think it just depends on the person. It's a mindset. Yeah, because I know 55, 56-year-olds that don't know how to do any of that stuff. Yes. I know people younger than that that don't. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it's not an age. It's not like I feel a, like I do. 
I'm yeah. bad at yeah. pop yeah. culture. I'll be the first to admit well, that. But you know how to use technology. Yeah. Yes. So so that's like that's it's not half like the it's battle. 77. Correct. That's the cutoff. Oh my god, what happened? My font on my phone is now 15, and I yes. don't I don't know how to use anything. It's just like how you carry yourself as a, an educated older person on technology. But also having four boys, 28 to 33. Yeah, they keep me. Yeah. Locked in. Younger. Like, yeah, like my son Alex is amazing at that stuff, and he'll, oh, hey, that. Get that. Right, and Get like that. The, the whole conversation comes back to uh, who should retire first, Al Michaels or Tom Brady? Because I'm sick of Brady as well. And, I, I and if, you say if this last Al night. Michaels doesn't want to be a part of it, then don't take the check, right? Like you guys call games. We've all called games. Yes. If you don't want to be there, don't do it. Al Michaels on a playoff game sounding like he doesn't want to be there, like it's a chore. But was that a blowback of the Dungey effect, who I don't think is a good analyst. I think he's good in the studio. Al Michaels was complaining the entire season, and I thought Herbstreit was very good on the NFL games. Surprisingly good, and you could tell that he did the homework. Yes, unlike unlike Romo. Yeah, well, Romo is the worst in the biz. There's no one worse than Tony Romo. But that's always (laughs) been... Well, Jim, but the Herb Street—Herb Street's always been one of the hardest workers in the business as far as doing his research and coming up with like well, being prepared for games, except yeah. for his hot takes on game day. But that's fine. Besides that, hot yeah. takes aside, but like getting ready for a game and knowing the information, you no, know. yeah, 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 but knowing the information, Jack. he's always been one of the best. I just think that your your take on, on Tom jack. Brady to me, I kind of disagree because if you, you want don't, more of this, no, no, no. Here's the thing: if you don't like him, I keep rolling him out there. I like watching well, him struggle, and it's easy like, to bet against yeah, too. I like watching him throw the iPad because I'm like, yeah, yeah. How about that? Suck some more fat out of your cheeks. Do it. Oh, Do it. Get some more lipo. Get Holy another, smoke! Get another. Holy uh, cow! Get another. Uh, what? That's what he's doing. He's Duh. getting lipo. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing, but it looks terrible. He's getting lipo and he's getting spray tanned. The the uh, picture yes. that they have like on the, the graphic mm-hmm. on Monday Night Football, <laughs> the picture of him with his hair like totally up, and then like everything's sucked in on the face, and it was uh, super tanned. Like his picture, and then they show him on the field, and like they're not doing anything. It's like what what is this person? Okay, That's but it's what, is, what is you were running? Three of you are running a team right now that is that close to winning. Whoever that team is, they're that close. Let's assume San Francisco loses because Brock Purdy doesn't play well Saturday. I'm not saying they will. I'm just saying let's assume that. And Tom Brady makes it known to you, I'll come. I'll make the money work on your cap. I just want to play in front of my parents. Nah. You're not taking it? No, because I, well, I want to set a myself up for the conversation. I, I want to set myself up for the future, though. I can say that they would take him and they could win games. I can still be sick of the story. To True. me, the entire season, I didn't need one another year of Tom Brady back in the NFL. Like right. I'm ready for the new era of quarterbacks. Like we have in the AFC, it's here four quarterbacks yeah. who Bingo. clearly could be the four guys for the next ten years. It's here: Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, and Lawrence. Mm-hmm. And I, I get that Jacksonville wasn't predicted to be here, and they they may be a little early, but it is possible that those are the four guys who we're going to see in the divisional round. For the foreseeable future. Well, like, he, I'm about, yeah. like, I don't need more of the Rodgers. Should he come back? Will he come back? He has a lot of money on the table. All this stuff. Like, I'm okay. I saw it. I enjoyed it. They're Hall of Famers. 
it's time to move on. Well, here, here, I'll make the parallel with LeBron and, and Tom Brady and all in this regard, right? So the last time we heard from LeBron in a really big sit-down was yeah. his focus is to try to surpass Kareem for points, yep. mm-hmm. right? So and you say, well, why are you wearing number six? He wears number six because he wants to match Michael Jordan. He realizes that that won't happen. He yeah. won't get to six championships. So now the next feat for him is to be able to get that. Same thing with Aaron Rodgers. Interesting for him. Rodgers, last time we heard from him for McAfee, he's thinking about the MVP again. Mm-hmm. Realizing that more than likely I won't win another championship with Green Bay or maybe nowhere else. So now the goalpost has moved for both for these legends yeah. to the point where now that's that's maybe page four, page five. But page one is the next generation of quarterbacks. It's really it's funny how this works. We talk so much about Brady and Rodgers, but what about Patrick Mahomes? Mm-hmm. He's leading and ushering in all these young quarterbacks. The league is in a great spot with quarterbacks. So we don't have to be so bogged down on the Brady and Rodgers talk because the next generation of quarterbacks can be very, very interesting for the next decade, it's, along with Justin Fields, and by the way. hopefully Justin's one No of question. It's just the face, man. Like, I had more respect. What about the analysis? It's great analysis, but Adela's stuck in the face. Here's my analysis. Here's my analysis. Wait a minute. I got more respect for a duct tape Ben Roethlisberger rolling out there for one more year being like, nah, just put this knee in a brace. Let's go out there. I have half a shoulder. Let's do this again one more time. He's throwing a cigarette into the street as he's walking into training camp. I got more respect for that than Tom Brady trying to get chiseled face and, and spray tanned and Botox in, in the forehead. I, Listen, I, I, I watch... All the Bachelor Nation. I could tell Botox and fillers when I see him. Oh, yeah. right? he, he's done some work. Yeah, I don't need. I don't okay. need to see. I, I that, why. That, that upsets me more than <laughs> than a dude like Roethlisberger trying to come back and do it. Like, for why? One more year. Why is he? If he? If that's what he's doing? Why? Because he's image conscious, man. That's yeah, what he it's, does. It's, what he does. You know, you know why. Yeah, TV. He's on TV. Come on, that guy. After his career is going to go right to Fox and be terrible. I mean, uh, be a broadcaster. Yeah. Right, but I would He's never no want someone messing. None. Look, I am. I'm 62 years old. I'm never gonna. Go, unless God forbid, I had a horrific, you know, in, injury. I'm not gonna just go get Botox. Let me see. We can do. I would get some Botox. Yeah, I would get Botox. Head a little bit. I've got some crow's feet around the eyes. I would get some Botox. Not interested. Yeah, not interested. Face off. I, I saw the. Um, you're talking about Roethlisberger <laughs> duct taped together. That, that was Rafa Nadal last night. Did you guys yeah. see that? I just you guys saw watching? that he, he went down. I'm really into the Aussie Open in tennis now. I don't know what happened in like the last two years. It's like all I watch. I love well, watching tennis. Who was tennis. the kid that up at 3 a.m.? Yeah, it, it was the, the, the match ended at like 1 o'clock last night. Who beat him one yeah. set the other night because I was paying attention? Yeah, but Nadal came back to win the match. I don't know who would be in the first round. It was round. the kid from Britain, Jack Draper, I believe. Okay. How about that? I remember Jack That's Dra- pretty good. He Jack Draper. Draper's really don't good. Last night, McKenzie uh, McDonald beat him. him out. Yeah. Correct. It was good. But, like, he, he basically is duct taped together. Yeah. Like, he can barely move, and then he had a hip thing, and yeah. then he... Respect. Respect for that is he's like hobbling off the field. Yeah. I, listen, I don't need. I I have no problem if Tom Brady wants to go to another team because I will enjoy watching him struggle when he's on national TV and I'm watching it because to me that's a better show. You know, Chris, we are ushering the new era of nah, quarterbacks. Botox, but no, the face, face, face. What about the face? It's entertainment. What do you think of the face? This is all TV. Got a good face. That's how you know that Tom Brady knows this is all entertainment because he wants to look the best too. He's like, nah, these young guns, nope. You got the hair. Look, watch him have long hair next year, like Joe Burrow. Watch him come out with long hair, 
More Botox in the face. Folks, you're going to hear a sleepy Abdallah here who's only had a few hours of no, sleep. No, I'm a, a wired dude. Yeah, I want yeah. so much coffee. <laughs> he has been up. With I'm on like five espresso shots. This is great. You have fun up. with it, though? Yeah. it's. I mean, look, it, it, is, it is tiring. Uh, it's extremely tiring. Huh? My goddaughter. But, uh, it's, it's, uh, I made him an offer he can't refuse. Uh, but it's awesome. It's great. Uh, it's, you know, every day is, is amazing. She smiles. Just trust and, me. Take as me- I didn't have an iPhone when Brett was a little kid. Oh, I got tons of pictures. I got all the dad pictures. It's great. Take them all, middle of the night, whatever. Because yeah. oh, yeah. you're going to look back at 20 years ago. Oh, my God. Yeah. But yep. you're right. It's uh, it, like I will go home and pass out hard. Yeah, no, it, there's nothing wrong with that. So, <laughs> yeah. so when she going to the mosque? When, when can I, when can listen, I pick her up? Listen, my brother. What can we can we, can I pick we gotta her get up? her a little hijab going. <laughs> <laughs> nice first slice of bean pie. I tell you, I'll be, I'll be. It's gonna be easier to fast this year because I'm gonna be up early to eat. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> no worry about getting up early to eat this year. Alaikum She she'll wake me up at one, three, five, <laughs> ready to pray, like all that stuff. Like it's she wakes up a lot. Uh, it'll, it'll be me blowing the horn out front. <laughs> beep, beep. Adam, bring her down. Let's go. Let's Shut go. down the south Gotta side. Go. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> All right, we got to roll. Let me show you the moon, huh? Let me show you right <laughs> Which way is east? That's right there. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow here. Oh, yeah. We will be here. We'll be here tomorrow. Yeah. Black tomorrow. and Abdallah in for coffee, uh, Greeny. Coming up next on Cap and J Hood. Bye. Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. Black and Abdallah are back on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Filling in for Greeny today here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app, live and local here in Chicago. If you want to join this conversation, you can call us at 312-332-3776. Black Doll in for Greeny, and each day on Greeny, there's only one place to start. Here we go! Only one place to start. Abdallah, welcome back to the show. How many times am I going to be welcome back? You can do it again on Monday? Well, you, you, you go away, you're, you're on paternity leave, but we have yeah. news. Yesterday, the Bears announced their new president and CEO, Kevin Warren. He is now taking over the franchise. We have a new structure to the front office as Ryan Poles, the GM, will report to Kevin Warren. Kevin Warren will report to George McCaskey. So there's your uh, front office structure, and the Bears are set up now. Huge offseason for the Chicago Bears with the cap space, the number one pick. You have your quarterback, and this team, uh, it seems to be in the right direction going up for the future. Yeah, and I think uh, it it was pretty evident in his um, press conference when he said my number one priority is going to be the stadium to begin with, right? For all the people that were like, maybe they're just going to buy the land and then flip it and build apartments or something. Like, no, they're moving. They're moving. It's going to happen. He's building the stadium. He's going to, that's going to be his first big imprint on the organization. But I think his imprint on the organization is also just a signal of change, right? Like we saw the signal of change last year in the offseason with the hiring of Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus and his staff. And this was the next step. We knew that Ted Phillips was going to retire at the end of the year. And this is like the next step is having someone with big ideas for this franchise be involved. And I think it says a lot about 
the future of the franchise, and also a lot about the family being willing to be maybe a little more hands-off than they usually are, right? Like trusting someone else with the future of the franchise, trusting someone else with building this stadium and putting their imprint on the Chicago Bears moving forward. You know, you and I, uh, we're in our late 30s, so we're geriatric millennials. And for our lives, we have watched a franchise operate as if they're mom and pop. And, and that's where I think this hire and this direction for the franchise is so refreshing to people of our generation. Hopefully it is for uh, Gen Xers, for uh, Boomers, for, for people who have been lifelong Chicago Bears fans. Hopefully they feel the same way. It has felt in the past as if they only hire from within, that it's very narrow when it comes to ideas, innovation, uh, the whole concept of being on par with other elevated franchises in the National Football League, where this move feels like it elevates the franchise. This is something that raises the bar. This is someone who has real credentials, who has done real uh, things in the, the NFL as far as winning on the field with his time with the Rams. Uh, the Vikings have been a successful franchise on the field as well mm-hmm. in the last 20 years. And then also getting the stadium built. So, you know, the stadium for the Minnesota Vikings, you and I were both there for the Final Four. It is world-class. It is beautiful. Yeah. And it is spacious. Uh, there's n- nothing that we took away from our Final Four weekend where we said anything negative about this stadium. It was incredible. And to know that the person that led that charge is now at the helm for the Chicago Bears, a team that needs a new stadium. They have the land. The purchase agree- agreement in Arlington Heights is set. This is going in the right direction. This is something that will happen. You're right. This, this is where this is heading. And that's objective number one, is getting the stadium built. Well, and also, it, you know that stability is going to be there, right? I mean, think about it. They have to figure out the agreement. They have to officially announce. Like, they haven't even said, like, officially, hey, we are building a new stadium. Then they have to bake, break ground. Then they have to build everything. Like, they all the infrastructure, all that stuff. Like, this is going to be eight years nine years so this is stability for the bears moving forward too like this is someone who's going to be in charge is probably looking at this for the next 10 to 15 years at a minimum to being the president to being in this role of the bears because this is a project that is not going to be like it's not turnkey right like this isn't going to be like hey in four years the bears are going to have a new stadium this isn't hey go play in champagne for a year and come back and your stadium's going to be built this is a project that is not only just building a new stadium but if you've seen some of the renderings building the entire area around it and setting up like an entertainment district around this area and making this a destination for final fours like we saw in minnesota national championship games uh other concerts and other big events super bowl hopefully at some point like that's what you want to see come to the city of arlington heights they'll say oh the chicago's getting a super bowl arlington heights is getting a super bowl when you're talking about timelines jason leisure asked kevin warren yesterday at the press conference about the stadium being the sole focus for the franchise a uh, two-part question for you about the stadium in arlington heights do you view that as the sole focus of the organization right now? Yes, that's the sole focus right now. As opposed to any of the options? 100%. And in a best-case scenario where everything goes great as far as the construction and the closing and all that, when is the earliest realistic time the stadium could open? I'll be able to answer that question to you in about six months when I'm able to sit down and really review things. It wouldn't be proper for me to say it. i got to really 
sit down and get the information downloaded. I'll be able to answer that. I'd be guessing right now. So that's Kevin Warren yesterday. And Abdallah, you mentioned like a timeline and figuring out when this stuff could actually happen. Kevin Warren told us yesterday, six months from now, he'll be able to tell us when the stadium could be built, uh, how it will look. I would imagine we'll find out at that time and just kind of the direction. And then also Kevin Warren was on Carmen and Yurko yesterday, and he was asked about Arlington and the idea of having that business district and being available for the Bears as a business that runs 365 days a year. Here's Kevin Warren yesterday on Carmen, Carmen and Yurko. I mean, I think that's the, the mindset. And again, that's why I'm excited about digging into this project, learning more about it, seeing what we can do, what we can do to get better. Um, and so I, I just can't wait to get my briefing books and, and start digging into it. But but that's a uh, for our, our fans of the Chicago Bears to, to have that uh you know, 365, uh, 24-7 is really special. So there's Kevin Warren yesterday on Carmen and Yurko. Check out the full podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. Go to the Carmen and Yurko page. As someone who has utilized Soldier Field for almost every possible major event you could have there, like I've seen football there, obviously, uh, with you. I've seen soccer games there. Mm-hmm. I've seen many concerts there. Like, one of your biggest, and it, it doesn't sound like a lot, but when you go to a concert... Like, for example, right, Metallica's playing there two years from now. You have a ticket if you want one, so don't come at me and say that. Uh, People on the Internet, as Hood said earlier, the the hive. Chris has a ticket if he wants one. Uh, Metallica's playing there in, like, a year and a half, right? Like, could you imagine going to Metallica, like, waking up that day and seeing that it's going to rain all day and that you have to sit out in the rain and watch Metallica if you want to? Like, like Taylor Swift announced a few dates and, like, all these concerts and stuff. Like, to have a bigger stadium with a bigger capacity that you know is not going to be affected by weather for your event, like that's where people are going to go. Soldier Field can remain open if the Park District wants it to. That's fine for whatever they want it to. But to have that as a 365-day-year venue that could be used for concerts, for other sporting events, and not have to worry about that experience, it means so much more to the viability of what you can do. I also think on a smaller scale, it doesn't even have to be concerts or other sporting events. It could also be a Bears Hall of Fame Mm -hmm. that people could travel to and experience. It could be a larger pro shop Mm -hmm. that like that could be open and it could be a destination where, yeah, you go get lunch, but also you spend your afternoon walking through a Bears Hall of Fame that they could sell tickets to. And that is on a smaller scale, a way to make money and a way to push the franchise forward because teams like New England have that set up in yeah. Foxborough. Teams like the Packers have that set up at Lambeau. So there's a lot of options on the table. It's Black and Abdallah. We're in for Greeny talking Bears. This is Chicago's home for sports on FM 100.3 HD2, the ESPN Chicago app, and ESPN 1000. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that for you tomorrow. All right, good. Tomorrow, the, <laughs> the Bulls play uh, the Pistons tomorrow in Paris, France. Oh. Uh, so I'll give you a full report to preview from your from your uh, your sister city. <laughs> I guess it is in France. See, we'll play whatever. 
You went to France and came, you went to France for like what four days? Yeah. You came back it was and great, now it is man. your identity. Oh, I love it. It's just you are oh. you are France. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. I'm just angling for when when the show gets moved over there and we're we're just celebrating <laughs> we're going Wemba Yamba every single day no. and updating the the Parisians on what Wemba Yamba is doing in the NBA. No. Uh, as you've American correspondents, you've, it'll be great. Not to talk Bulls, but you've seen the report they're going to do nothing. What? This is the team. They're Who? doing the Bulls. They're oh, not going go to go for Wemba Yamba. We don't have to cover the Bulls. We'll cover the league. The league? Yeah. You, you don't think that they're not going to want reports every day of Wemba Yamba when he's playing in the league? There is not enough Substack money in the world. Oh, the Substack send, money's out there, to man. To send this show to I'm just Paris you. full-time. I talked to Danny. It's oh, yeah? be good. Yeah, remote location. <laughs> good karma, France. Good be karma, great. France. Black Abdallah in for Greeny today here on ESPN 1000. We're talking Bears with you live and local from Chicago. Here's Rod in Lockport. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Rod? Hey guys, uh, to 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 uh, to Abdallah's uh, point, yes. um, we went and saw. We were supposed to see Kenny Chesney in Soldier Field, but we went up to Milwaukee because yeah. of the dome, sure, because of the weather. Mm-hmm. So Milwaukee got our hotel money, they got our drink money, they got the concert money, and uh, that's going to be great for the Bears because not only do they get to keep the money now, but you're going to have all these other uh, cities and stuff coming in for these concerts and stuff. So I can't wait for it to happen. And my son lives a mile away, so that's even better. Oh, that's Perfect. great. You got a place to stay, too, Rod. There you go. That's right. <laughs> see, that's you told us. Thanks you told call, me a Rod. story during the break about Thanks. going to see uh, a concert at Soldier Field. Yeah, we, we saw a Coldplay, and it was middle of the summer, started pouring out. It rained consistently for most of the night. Coldplay came out, played for like 40 minutes, and then they couldn't continue on because mm. it was raining so mm. hard and that was the end of the show did you get end of the night no no we didn't get so our money back so 40 minutes of a two i would assume a two hour show hour and a half two hour show yeah that's about what 25 percent yep. did you get 75 percent of your money back nope. no 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 we didn't we're no? just left in the cold mm. yeah no we, we you All know right. we walked home Thank you, Jake. In the sad rain. You yeah, walked home in the, in the sad, sad rain. rain. No well, confetti party, well, no, none well, of that stuff, well, right? Like they do. They do a big confetti party at the end. They, they actually moved that up. Oh, And they okay. did that and then ended the show. Okay. Oh, uh, so we got that. But it was, you know, at Soldier Field, everyone's leaving at once. Yeah. No one wants to walk because it's pouring rain. What do you do? There's no way, There's nowhere to go. No, you it's go just, on the concourse it, or it, something. It's a sad, wet yeah. walk along uh, the lakefront. Like I went to see... Like the um, bike path is, is the way we went. One of the last times Pearl Jam was here, they played Wrigley, and there was they had to evacuate the stadium and go. everyone had to stand in the concourse. We were like sardines in the concourse for Why? like an Cause, hour. Because of the music? No. Because <laughs> of the rain. <laughs> you jokester. Because of the rain. And then eventually they came back and they played a full set that was fine oh, because the nice. rain the rain passed, but like we were still wet. Yes. Like no well, one like it's not like they were just like, Oh, everybody casually file to the concourse before the rain begins. It's like, nah, dude, we're still like it's not it was a fun show, but it's not it, dome is better. It's better for everything. Of course a dome is better. Of course. Of course. Yes. And, and, and that's why it's going to happen. There will yeah. be a new stadium in Arlington Heights. It'll be beautiful. Now, we're going to be older when it happens. It's be, that's know, fine. That's okay, though. Still, for the youth. We need it for the youth. Chase, on the south side, you're on ESPN 1000. Hello, Chase. Blake, what's up, man? What's up, Chase? Uh, uh, hold on, hold on. Oh, what's up, Chase? What's up, Chase? What's up, man? Chase. How you been? I'm good. How have you been? 
Man, it's good to hear from you, man. I, I miss you, man. How's my father like to treat you? I miss parts of you, Chase, not the Trubisky parts. Uh-oh. <laughs> hey, hey, so how's everything going with the baby? Everything Everything's good? great, yeah. good sleep? Yeah, no, no what? sleep, but she's healthy. That's all that matters. That's good. I'm, I'm happy for you, man. That, that it's Black's turn now. It's, he's next. Good luck with that. Yeah, uh, I'll pass. You know what's great, Chase, is we, we babysat uh, last week. And uh, the best part is I didn't change any diapers during the duration of the child's stay. And I got to sleep that night because they take the kid back. Are you offering? Yeah, sure. We'll babysit. All right. The best part is uh, we, we give the kid back. Yeah, that's, but you're going to have to change some part. diapers. Well, I mean. Hey, Abdallah, is that it? Hey, Abdallah, you, is that it? No more after that? That's the it? one? No more? No, I mean, I'm that's, not, I'm not going to put down, like, the hammer and say, we're only going to have one. Four? We'll see. No, not they'll never. Five? They will not outnumber uh, us. Well, you get to like the age of you they, know, you get to the because we're almost forty now. Like we almost know. forty. So by this time, you ain't trying to. You know, you you supposed to have you know shut it down by by the age of forty. But no, nah, my um, my dad had a kid at like sixty, so I'm not worried about my boys. Uh, I ain't. Uh, I ain't having no kids in the fifty. But uh, um, no, uh, I'll I'll just, to, to be determined. But it'll never be more than two. So maybe three. <laughs> um you know what though um would you say it is crazy like last year at this time wasn't like everybody was going how mad everybody was because we was doing the whole regime change ain't there somehow a difference a year mate how last year everybody what was it two years ago when 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 george decided to bring everybody back naggy and pace and we were about ready to remember black when we remember before fields was drafted yeah, remember when you said the Bears was like a. Remember you brought you brought that Pulp Fiction. Uh, remember when you mm-hmm. said that when that girl. Uh, remember when John Travolta stabbed sure. her with that uh, needle and she yeah. adrenaline the life. Yeah, adrenaline. He, he felt like you know he felt like man the Bears was that where where that girl where it was dead and it just seemed like Boom. it was like an adrenaline shot and all of a sudden now it's like whoa and you think now all of a sudden now with the changes and I know I, I know Cap. You know, I kind of disagree. You remember he keeps saying that he don't think that the Bears will be competitive next season. He don't see it. And I, I don't know. I, I disagree with him. Only, I'm not saying they're going to compete for a Super Bowl. But wouldn't you say that there's no reason why this team should at least be improved? Because if you think about this, the schedule next season is going to be a lot easy. They're, yeah. playing against the, they're playing against the NFC South. And from my understanding, the NFC South is right the worst division in football, and they got some of the worst because Tampa. Because if Tom Brady leaves, Kai likely leaving Tampa. Tampa Bay could be the worst team in the league, and you know the NFC, NFC South is the worst division in football. So the Bears already could steal some wins out of that. So wouldn't wouldn't it be fair to say the Bears could, can become a better team? I'm not saying go to the playoffs. I'm not saying it. I'm just saying. They, there's no reason why the Bears should not be in that tier teams like in the hunt or like kind of like how the Lions were, you know. I mean, and then see what happens because with a couple moves in free agency and the fact you're going to have a top ten pick, and you just never know. I mean, you could flip it just like that because you just never know the way the game is. It's just so much mediocrity in football. I mean, it's a lot of bad teams in the league, a lot of mediocre teams. So why why can't the Bears be in that tier teams competing for? a wild car spot. Yeah. I'd hang up and least you guys listen to that. Yeah, Chase, and they certainly should. I, I think the way it works in the NFL is teams hit the bottom of the pool and they immediately bounce back. Look at Jacksonville. Look at the Giants. 
Those are teams that are not expected to make the playoffs. They're in the divisional round. You can immediately turn your team around from one year to the next, especially with cap space, draft picks. It can be done. And like Chase was pointing to, the analogy with Pulp Fiction is we are looking for a shot of adrenaline. And basically, we've been asked, say something, and we're all saying something. Right, like that, mm-hmm. that's the way it works. Is yeah. like Kevin Warren here now with the franchise. It seems like things are moving in the right direction. Yeah, it does. And I mean, look, will they be in the playoffs next year? They should be in, back in that hunt graphic. I would hope. Absolutely. I would hope they would be uh, it, with the amount of money that they have, with the draft capital that they can acquire if they decide to trade this first overall pick. Like they should be. You should be able to if Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus are good at their jobs and evaluating talent and putting, you know, implementing that talent on the field and Luke Getzey and all that stuff. This should be a team that is at least in the hunt. I'm not going to say they're going to be a playoff team yet. I need to see what they do in the offseason. But I expect this team to be in the hunt. Like, I don't expect three wins next year. No, and, and we, we discussed it throughout this season. There were multiple games that they should have won this year. Mm-hmm. And I get that we can point to different plays and say the reason they didn't win was because they didn't have the talent to do that but you know that first minnesota game if you don't have a player out there like smith marset chances are you move down the field and you win that game yeah you know there there were different situations the washington game you should have won that game mm-hmm. there, so so when you look at three wins to to suggest that the, the jump could go from three to seven i don't think is that crazy and seven would be in the hunt. Yeah, seven is definitely in the hunt. And I, look, again, we don't know what the Lions are going to do. We don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to be with the Packers. The Vikings might come back down to earth. But this is a team that if they flip some of those one-score games, that's in the hunt for sure. They should be. Black Abdallah live from Chicago in for Greeny today talking Bears with you. Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah are back. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. On FM 100.3 HD2. The ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000. It's Black Abdal in for Greeny today, talking to you on ESPN 1000 at 312-332-3776. Darren in Haywarden, Iowa. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Darren? Darren. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Say, um, Kevin Warren, I really like his um, credentials yesterday. I like where he's going with his team, and I think we got a hell of a good uh, president and CEO. Mm-hmm. Um because he made a lot of money to the Big Ten. He made, you know, he he got to USC and he's UCLA sure. and he and and TV rights, you know, for ABC, NBC, CBS, and Fox. But about this stadium deal, I think if they break ground next fall or even early next winter, I think they can play in that dome in three or four years because it take, it took Minnesota three years to build theirs. Four years to build Levi or the uh, uh, stadium out in uh, California, and AT and T Stadium in Dallas, Arlington, Texas took sure. four years. Right. So why is everybody saying it's going to take nine, ten years to build that stadium? It's not going to take that long. Well, Darren, it's, the the reason uh, is because nothing has been officially approved. There there right. are no actual plans. There's not a date to start building. I would imagine once that happens. Yeah, it could be four to five years away, 
But yeah. I think most projections are suggesting that we won't know that information for probably at least a year. That right. it sounds like the Bears won't have any movement on that front for probably a year or so. Right. Yep. Thank you so much, D- Darren. Before you go, you're you're in uh, where's that Haywarden? Where's where's that located? Haywarden, Iowa. Um, okay, it's over by Sioux City. It's about forty miles north of Sioux City. Okay. Um, All right. Okay. Do you follow college football? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Of Okay, have you ever heard of a guy named Hunter Decker that played for Iowa State? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Okay. okay, he went to Hayward in West Sioux. Okay, okay. all right, all, all right. right. Yep. Um, I pulled it up on the map. Do, seems like you have uh, a lot of pizza joints. Maybe we, we do. should come out there and try some pizza. <laughs> come on over to Hayward. There's a small little diggy town. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks like there's just one road that goes through the town. Well, Highway 10, Highway 12. Right, right. Love it. Yep. Hey, thanks, sir. All right, Darren. Thanks, call again, Darren. all right? Appreciate it. You bet, bye. All right, there's Darren in Haywarden, Iowa. You said there was a lot of pizza places like it was a bad thing. That's a no, good no, thing. No, no, I'm, I'm just variety, saying when you pull man. up the map, that's all. The only restaurants I see is mm-hmm. uh, Casey's Pizza. Good. I see a pizza ranch. Okay. Uh, I see, well, here, here, here's coffee, roasting bean. All right. What do you think of a roasting bean? I could use another coffee. Abdallah. I'm wired, dude. Yeah, how's it going? So, oh, I, I thought I, I thought of this. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Tell, tell us how fatherhood is. No, no, no. I'm just wired on coffee to yeah, try to great. stay awake for stuff. That's like uh, that's it. When when you bring to us tales of fatherhood, we yep. we need a song for that. I don't really. I'm not gonna do. I, I like, think I'm we not do. Gonna, I think you you got bits for it, right? No, I don't really have bits. It's so, just that everyone's been everyone. Every, like no one who's been like people who have been a parent can identify with it. I guess. So I can't I'm identify. Not, I'm not telling anybody anything new though. I'm like, a dog I'm not, dad. I'm not. Yeah, yeah we, you guys are. We, we have dogs. But I don't want to be like, just be like, oh well, this happened because that kind of gets boring after a while. Well, but, right? but if it comes up, we have something prepared for the show. Mm-hmm. I think it's good. You can have music for the segments. I, th- I think I think it works. Okay. Oh, you're gonna go see Madonna when she comes back. This works, right? Are you okay? about yeah you have a girl this song's good for like 18 years right i don't think you know what the song's about all right maybe i don't it doesn't matter i think we can workshop the uh oh you don't like the song the song oh okay i'm just not a big madonna fan sorry i don't know okay i mean i figured you you would have presented me with a couple more options no it's all we had time for baby shark no, 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 that will not happen. I will not have that stuck in my head every single day when you bring Just to us tales your, of fatherhood. Your nephew gets older. Well, and- no, I mean, we, we could, we, if you really want me to bring and bust something out, I could give you the Bluey intro if oh, you want man. that. Because you're not, you're not prepared for that. I'm you're excited not aware. for Bluey. I'm, I'm aware of Bluey. Well, you, you haven't had up, that stuck in your head, before though. We, before we uh, had our daughter... I was up late one night and I got to like the cartoon channels, like the Nickelodeons. I'm like, oh, what am I in for? And I turned on an episode of Blue and I'm like, this isn't horrible. So this, this doesn't work for you? No, I think I'm good. I think I'm good on a Madonna. Mario in Hyde Park. You're on ESPN 1000. Hello, Mario. <laughs> Mario? Yeah, I had to take you guys off speaker. I'm sorry about that. What's, What's up, man? What's up? What's going on? Hey, you know... A lot of um, Bears fans are excited 
about, you know, Justin Fields, and I'm crazy about the guy too. But um, I'm also excited about the coach. You know, the Bears didn't get the – didn't have the penalties that they normally have, the little silly um, offside penalties and, um, you know, penalties that really, like, kill drives and kill momentum. So I'm thinking when um, we do finally get some talent, I think this team is going to be good for a long time because you have the right coach. You know, um, I wasn't crazy about the Matt Eiffel-Fuse, um pick, but, you know, just watching him um, work, I'm like, yeah, man, because the we had a lot of rookies. We had a lot of young guys that didn't have NFL experience, and for them to be disciplined the way that um, he coached, um, I think that that's something to be excited about going under the radar. What do you guys think? Yeah, it's a good point, Mario. Thanks for the phone call. What do you think? I, I heard some of this last night. I was driving around, grabbing dinner, and doing some grocery shopping, listening to you talk about um, uh, someone called in and was talking about uh, Brian Dable and did yeah. the Bears miss out, right? I, I, I was always under the impression that he wanted the New York job and, like, the New York job only. That I know they interviewed him, but, like, he wanted to go to, like, Daniel Jones or no Daniel Jones. Like, he wanted to go to New York and figure it out with Daniel Jones, and if it didn't work, they would have moved on. And, like, I, I'm not saying that they didn't miss out. I think he's going to be a very good coach. He's a great offensive mind, and I think that it's someone that people are going to look at and be like, ah, look what we could have had. But I was always under the impression that he was taking one job, and that's the job he wanted. He interviewed for a bunch of them, but I was always under the impression that he wanted the New York job regardless of the quarterback situation here or anywhere else. We'll be back in two minutes. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.